students. Welcome to episode 53 of the Film Student Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Lazzarone. My guest this week is Alex Felder from the Yellow Cohort. We talk about how he made the choice to leave New York City for Chicago, the cohesiveness of the Yellow Cohort, and he pitches his Ninja Turtles-inspired film about leeches. Yeah, leeches. On with the show. I've been uh, doing comedy for a while, mostly improv, for like mm-hmm. 13 years. And I, when I was in college, uh, the improv community at Wash U, uh, there were like three main groups where we were all friends. Um, one of my good friends, Danny Marshall. Yep, former um, guest. Former guest. Yeah, you know him well. Uh, he went, after he graduated, we graduated at the same time. He went straight to Chicago to do this program. And mm-hmm. I, I helped him with his, his intro video. So I kind of knew about the program a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm going to New York to do some stuff. Uh, so I went to New York, and I was—I—I I just felt—I uh, don't know. I, he kept sending me scripts, and and I would read them, and I was like, "Oh, he's really improved, like in his writing." Yeah. Um, and then I heard that my friend, my friends Matt and Lucas were also applying, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, oh well, I gotta apply at least and see if I if I get in." And I didn't feel like I was making much headway in New York, so. What were you What were you doing in New York? Um, I was mainly just trying to survive, and uh, <laughs> I was I was studying at the Magnet Theater. Okay. Um, and I was interning there. Uh, I got a lot of good training there. I, I, I recommend it. If anybody's in New York mm-hmm. looking for improv or sketch uh, or just want to see a good show, mm-hmm. go check out the Magnet Theater. <laughs> it's a cool theater. I, yeah. I got to perform there for uh, DCM a, oh, nice. a few years yeah. ago. 2016, I, I worked, uh, 2016, I did a I shift at DCM overnight. Yeah. It was fun. It's, uh, I'm, it's so sad that that's not going to be in New York anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. They yeah. moved it to LA, and they now have barred out teams outside of LA from really. Yeah. Oh my like, god. It's it's LA teams and the New York teams from UCB. Right. Like those are the only oh, ones that. Oh man. Yeah. I don't like that. Come on, UCB. It's really disappointing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's killing off. I think one of the best like improv events in the country. <sighs> yeah, that's but, disappointing. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So you're doing that that kind of stuff and decided needed a change yeah. and came out this way. Yeah, and I, I I got in and I was like, oh man, well, and then I, I learned that Lucas and Matt both got in as well, and so we were in the same class, and I was like, well, this, this has got to be, this is a sign, right, or something like that, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's how that's how I learned about this place and came here. And you've been making stuff for a while. Yeah, uh, I, I've been... Um, I've been performing for a long time. I, I, I did some film stuff in, in high school and, and I did some like sketch stuff in, in college. Uh, and and uh, uh, really, though, this film program is the first time that I myself am trying to ma- like produce and direct. And, and mm-hmm. like I, I've been more on the writing acting side gotcha. for this, I think. Um, although I do. I've had experience. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you'd see, so yeah, because I know with Danny, he told me that, that you all had worked on a handful of things right. before before coming in here. So you, yeah. you had a, I think that's interesting that you're coming in with a, ba- a background of people that you already had yeah. a connection with and yeah. had the ability to work with on a regular basis because yeah. you don't have that getting to know you phase quite the same right. way for everybody else. I mean, yeah. you still do for the rest of your class. But right. And and that's been really awesome. I, I always love, and I always love getting to know like uh, people, especially in like a, a class, uh, like improv setting um, uh, or comedy or whatever. Um, and I, I really like this, this cohort. The yellow cohort is just full of awesome people. Yeah. Um, and beyond, like I came here with uh, like a, a group of people that I knew were going to be here that I knew from Wash U and, mm-hmm. And from like the improv theater community, and we're we we're like working on some other stuff. But I I'm I was like, I just have boundless 
gratitude for my my classmates. I I love them so much. Um, they're all hilarious, super creative people, and we all have different skill sets, and it, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And so, what what kind of stuff are you looking to do in the in the long run? Like, what's what's your bend? I I think uh, so. Ultimately, I just want to uh, you know have some semblance of happiness uh, in my life. Um, <laughs> I'd like the first to person to put it that way. Yeah. Like everybody else is like, I want to make this. I want to do right. this, that, and the other. You're um, like, I just want to yeah. be happy. I I'd like to uh, to write something that I like uh, have 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 a hand in writing and also like on the performance side. Like I've, I've, everybody has like their stories that they want to tell and yeah. stuff. And um, but I think like ultimately, I just want to support myself doing what I love. And this is like the main thing that I do and my main skill set. And sometimes I feel like I I can't literally I literally can't do anything else. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, but. I I I think uh you know if I could get famous that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Happiness and fame. Those yeah. are your uh those yeah. are your two things that you're aimed towards. American dream. <laughs> yeah. But is, so you want to be more on the writing performer side. Yeah, I I I I think my skill set is leaning definitely towards more creative. Although I I've been trying to push myself more on the technical side yeah. uh, here um which has been really cool. Uh like editing is something that I before I made my cover letter or my cover video. Yeah. Um, I had never really, I'd always like wanted to edit, but it, it always has always kind of eluded me. I never really, uh, like delved deep into what editing is. Well, it's it's such a collaborative form that you can't, unless you go make all the other stuff and learn how to do camera and and writing and all that, like you don't have anything to edit. Like it's it's not like there's just things that you can go out and reach out in the world and edit it together. Yes. Um, which, which has been really cool in this program, just being forced to make stuff and then like make something out of it uh and you know so what what have you made so far um so i've made some videos uh <laughs> what um, you, in a film yes. school you made some videos yeah, no i made way. some mostly short things uh well yes all of them have been very short <laughs> i think the longest thing i made was around six minutes and 20 seconds and that okay. was uh that was very long for the assignment that was just a recent thing that i made uh the the assignment where dale gives us footage um, yeah which yeah. W- what uh footage did you end up with i ended up with a visitor from the east the one about the the guy whose wife has a client from Japan who wants to watch them have sex. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so I edited that together into this like really long and like sad story about this man whose whose wife has a reality TV show and she's an alcoholic and she leaves him and then like he kind of is just living the rest of his life and he's like not happy. <laughs> so you re you reassigned how the story was set up yeah, based yeah. on the footage that you had. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also was just messing around. I, I tried to troll my class. The first time around, there was no... It was, like, very subtextual. Yeah. And I don't think anybody really got it. Um, <laughs> and they kind of <laughs> tore me apart in class. <laughs> but uh, the second, the fine cut, uh, I think, was a lot better. It's tough when you have to try and pull performance that's not there yeah. from, <laughs> from the footage and, like, somehow bolster yeah. that with other things. But it was really fun. Longer. I had a great time editing it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and and uh, it kind of taught me like subtext is good, but sometimes you need to give them something. <laughs> yeah, to hang on to. What did uh, you end up doing for that uh, for the nonfiction? Oh, the humorous documentary yeah. thing. Uh, so um, my idea was: Are you familiar with um, Mega Man? Yes. Uh, so I when I was a when I was a kid, um, I, I used to play uh, Mega Man X mm-hmm. with my brother a lot, um, and they had just released a new like uh, legacy collection pack yeah. or something and i wanted to play it with my friends uh lucas and matt um yeah. and they were like into playing it but not really 
So I was just, I had, I like pitched this to the class. I was like, oh, it's a documentary about a guy who wants to play this dumb game with his friends and they don't really want to play. And then he discovers, he realizes that it's actually not that he wants them to play. It's that he's afraid to play himself because his brother, his older brother always played for him. And he's like, he has to take control of his life. <laughs> so that was the idea. Um, and I, it's kind of, it's still not really finished. Um, because I had to cut out a lot of the game footage to get it under, and I never like recorded the commentary I wanted to make over okay. the, um, and Dale didn't like it, um, in my review. There's but a lot <laughs> that Dale doesn't like. So yeah, but no, he he made keep good that points. in mind. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it turned out okay. Um, yeah, my brother who was based on liked it. So okay, well that's <laughs> that's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you'd already been in one film by that point in time too, because yeah. you were in Danny's yes, final film. I was in his final film, uh, uh, which was a really cool experience. Um, for me yeah i edited that one together for him and it was it's it's interesting having met you i'm doing air quotes through the film before ever meeting you in person because the character in the film is totally different than you are yeah, so yes. you, you you pulled yeah. that off of of, yeah. uh, of hiding behind a character <laughs> <laughs> well good to know <laughs> but uh but no it was yeah. uh <laughs> it's such a weird film is that yeah. Is that kind of stylistically like what you're going towards? Is, is um, that same sort of thing? Or what's your humor I, angle? I have a, a lot more of like an abstract sense of humor, I think. Danny is, is I think he finds humor in like the kind of mundane, ridiculous things in mm -hmm. life. Um, and he, he has he has like a really like fast paced kind of like uh, style of writing. Um, jokes on jokes on jokes on right, jokes. Right, right. It's on like jokes. bits on yeah. bits. Yeah. Um, whereas I, and I'm still kind of like, honing in on my uh specific angle but I, I think i like to make things that um either the humor comes from like intensity applied to like just a dumb situation yeah um or uh like low stakes made into a high stakes situation okay by, by just like emotional intensity or or just like like it's kind of like an approach that i think is similar to like acting an acting approach to improv it's like the humor comes from from reality and like truth and comedy and stuff you like would that. Uh, you would be the character that's that sees from across the room that the toast is about to fall on the floor and you turn it into a whole action sequence yes, of you running exactly up to that. try and save it yeah. before it and it's hits like the floor right yes I that's it. yes that's a very good example <laughs> you're, um, you're writing this down <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um, yeah but I also uh, I also think sometimes that um, just uh, you know life's a huge joke. Yeah. So I th I find a lot of things funny, um, like this the 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 thing that I edited together for Dale was like sad, but I think I thought it was so hilarious because it's <laughs> it's like this the I created this meaning out of like nothing. Yeah. Um, and to me that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm still like trying to explain it to myself. But I for mine the I wound up getting video that didn't have audio for it. Yeah. And so I wound up doing a bad lip reading, like redub of, <laughs> nice. of all the audio and just like it. I didn't even necessarily focus on making it a story. I just tried to make like each sequence funny yeah. Yeah. and then sort yeah. of did a story as <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like just trying to make something that made some semblance of sense. And like half the joke for it was the credits. Like I put it, <laughs> I have like a run out, run on credits bit with like the song closing time playing and. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's dumb. also something I find really funny is like that kind of uh, like the the old the film uh, the piano mm -hmm. over there. It's that's Lauren Hardy, right? 
Uh oh, that one. Yes, yeah. yeah I'm they're the trying pian- to get I'm the piano, the piano up, up the stairs. Those. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just so long, and it drags on for so long, and I think that that kind of stuff is really funny. Yeah. Um, as well, just like kind of messing with the audience. Is that uh, who are who are your influences going for uh, for comedy that that? Um, I think uh, I, I'm influenced by a lot of people. Uh, when I was growing up, um, this isn't really like more of this is less of a comedic influence mm-hmm. and more of a just like I like his charisma and him as a musician. But Jack Black, I, I love. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's tenacious. Hilarious. D. Yeah, Tenacious D I, is my jam. Um, so they say. Uh, um, also like Eric Andre, Andy Kaufman type stuff. Okay. Uh, like I'm not gonna wrestle women, um, like Andy Kaufman, mm-hmm. but because that's weird. Um, but, uh, I think just like committing s- super hard. But everything and, like, else they do is totally normal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like be- just bending like what is reality and what is the bit. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, I, am, I'm not saying that I'm anything. How do like, you feel I, about like Nathan Fielder? I love Nathan Fielder. Like um, Nathan for you. seems yeah. like something you would be. Yeah. I, I think it's really funny. Sometimes I feel bad because I'm like, is he taking advantage of these people? But. I I don't know. I have no idea. I think he feels bad about it right. too. Uh, yeah. I was actually watching something not not for Nathan for you, but um, I, or no, I was listening to an interview that had, at Helms, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how um, he, you know, they were asking what what was it like to do all the field pieces because that's what he became known for at the Daily Show was all these field pieces, and he said the best advice I got was when I first got there. Um, uh, Stephen Colbert uh, said, "Like, just hang your what was it? Hang your uh, um, dignity at the door, or something <laughs> like that. It's like, it's like, <laughs> or hang your sympathy. I think is what it was. Oh, hang yeah, your yeah, sympathy yeah. at the door, and just like yeah. you just have to be brutal. You gotta in order to make that stuff work, and, and just, it works. It's so good. Yeah, it's hysterical. Yeah, but so, um, so what have you gotten so far out of this? I mean, you obviously working on the technology, getting yeah. used to running the camera, that sort yeah. of thing. But um, what's I think, been useful? So." That stuff, I, I think, has been very useful to me, uh, the technical side, just coming from having less knowledge of that. But also, I think the main thing has just been, like, uh, building my sense of, like, collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's 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 one thing to... Like, I, I'm, I've written with people before, um, but it's so hard sometimes to actually co- collaborate. Yeah. Um, so I think, like meeting everybody in my cohort and kind of learning everyone's strengths and and like you know when you're when you're a leader like on set you it's not just like oh i know how to do everything right it's like you know what people are good at and what you can like who to trust with what job and and stuff like that um which i think has been really interesting uh to like i don't have that much directing experience but um that kind of stuff i i think has been very beneficial uh, like just because I I don't feel comfortable in leadership roles. Yeah. Um, so making myself uh, do that that kind of stuff and delegate I think has been really like has really built. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's built character. confidence, character, confidence and character. Yeah. Uh, for me, and also uh, editing I think has mm-hmm. been a huge boon. Like it, just having stuff to like having assignments because I, I will otherwise. Uh, like I, I'm bad at motivating myself, mm-hmm. so the external factors and like deadlines and stuff like that. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel like that. But, but you also have to realize like there's no grades. So right. I think that was something I got from was just the, this idea that you know 
I do have to be self-motivated and I, I'm kind of the same way. Like I need some sort of a deadline. I was always doing like 48 hour and right. 72 hour film festivals right. and stuff like that just to uh, have a deadline that something had to be turned in. Then I got here and realized I was busting my ass for my own benefit. Like I right. wasn't, I wasn't actually, yeah. you know, if you don't turn stuff in, you still pass. <laughs> right. <laughs> like right. That's the sad part. Yeah. Uh, but it's also, it's interesting then to see how people, adapt to that some will yeah. take it and mean and think about it like oh i have to do everything under the sun and do it really fucking well yeah and other people will will you know be a little bit more lackadaisical about it and just be yeah. kind of semi-present and but they get what they need to out of right. it right but also i feel like like uh seeing uh like who will work hard for for this non-graded assignment and yeah who kind of doesn't take it seriously and how people react to that yep um, and like who who they want to work with and stuff like that um, has been has has been really educational for me um, because it it kind of uh, like you have to be reliable but you also have to like people you want people to want to work with you like mm-hmm. you have to be easy to work with and 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 stuff like that uh, which isn't just like being a nice person right but also that helps I don't know have you been uh, keeping up with the ten ideas a a week thing um. I think I usually uh like not really. Um, <laughs> not really. But I I do like I write stuff down like as I as I think of it like in my phone or whatever I can I, I can find um so you have like a running list right. of yeah. ideas. Yeah, I have a ton of terrible ideas on my phone. <laughs> what you know, uh, that's what they say is you, you got to get the one in a 100. <laughs> you were saying you you don't have your idea yet for your final yeah. uh, projects, either one of those. But what's what stuff do you have that you might do? Um, you gotta have something that's a potential. Okay, so in my adaptation class, uh, I pitched this idea. So he gave us our our assignment to like come up with an idea to adapt. Mm-hmm. Um, and mine was uh, I just uh, from the public domain. There's a movie called Attack of the Giant Leeches. Um, <laughs> okay. And and I haven't actually. I still need to watch the movie, but I I read the synopsis and I was like, this would be kind of funny, because it's a story about like this these two radioactive leeches that like start terrorizing this town and kidnap people and like drain their blood and the game warden has to like go and find them and track <laughs> them down and stuff. So I was like, wouldn't it be kind of funny if it was like a dark comedy, um, where these leeches are mutated and they they kind of their personalities are like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, so they think they're like these super fun. Like, oh, cowabunga, guys. But then they're actually murdering people and terrorizing this town. And the game warden, to them, like in their world, is like this this uh, park ranger in Yogi Bear type yeah. who's like, oh, wagging his finger at him. But then from his perspective, it's like this super dark mystery psychological thriller. So is it an anti-hero story where you're following the, the leeches or is it or is it told from the townspeople's side I think perspective? It's, I think it's uh, mostly told from the leeches' point of view, but you get glimpses of the game warden's perspective like in particular. Not not necessarily the whole town, but just it like kind of like a Jaws-esque story of, of the game warden like trying to find these leeches and then they're just messing around and <laughs> Like eating pizza or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> you can just cop cop Ninja yeah, Turtles and just put it straight pizza. on top of it. But yeah. <laughs> They're really into uh I don't know, blood sausage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That works. I'm writing it down with the other thing. Yeah. With the with the notepad that's invisible in front yeah. of you. Yep. <laughs> so what uh um what what's it been like? I'm I'm interested for you, what's it been like in Mossman's class? Because you had you had them in term yeah. one, and yeah. do you, I don't know if you get them term three or not. Uh, I think I I'm not sure. Um, Mossman is a super cool guy. Yeah. Um, 
I, I love Mossman. And I actually, I think I had a good experience in his class because I got to stage some, like when he gives us the, like it's kind of, okay, I'm going on tangents, but. That's fine. I will say it is a little frustrating sitting in these chairs all day, the the like slanted chairs. Yes. When we have, when we do have like everybody's scenes in order and, and it's like we're giving feedback, like it can be a little frustrating. Um, but I feel like I personally really benefited from that because I got to stage this scene that I wrote that wasn't funny. It was like a dramatic scene. Mm-hmm. And it, that was really educational for me because it was like, okay, like what parts are people laughing at? Like what, what parts do I not intend for them to laugh? Like stuff like that. Like, oh, I need to cut this stuff down. And also working with actors, I had I was able, was fortunate enough to have uh, the illustrious Tyle Bivens and yeah. uh, Stuart Hycar in, in my scene. Um and they were was that really was that great. planned or did you have outside people and then had to switch because people bailed? I uh, just didn't even try to get outside actors. <laughs> I just was like, "You two. Um, I I I can't remember if that was just because I was short on time or I just was being lazy. But this term you out. have to actually get people for. Yes, a and film I've ar- i actually already have uh, someone for a scene in Hancock's class. Who do you have? Uh, so I got this guy. Um, so I'm doing the scene from Mean Girls, the Kevin G rap. Okay. So I got this guy, Kevin Veloso, uh, who auditioned for us, and, and he came in a red on Friday. And Kevin, you know, if you're listening, you did a great job. <laughs> it was super great. It was very fun. You're easy to work with. You'll have to uh, forward this to him. look forward to seeing you on the 14th or uh, whatever, <laughs> whenever the next thing is. On Valentine's Day? Is I that, what, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to date you, Kevin. So look out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you on Valentine's Day. Is it just a one-person scene? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I I have some like backup uh, like hype men. Um, oh, okay, but I'm so kinda, there are other people. Yeah, because yeah. I was. But I, he's the only one with he's. It's just the rap. It's literally just the rap from, from interesting from Mean Girls. I feel like see, I think they changed those up. Like what? Yeah, scenes it was we get. in the database of of scenes we could pick. So I don't know that it was for us. I think they've changed yeah. some of them out because like we had. We had a handful of, of people that did um, the scene from um, uh, Bridesmaids, but mm-hmm. it's uh, or did scenes from Bridesmaids. And yeah. the two scenes we had were um, the airplane scene with Melissa McCarthy and and and, yeah. then, uh, and also the, like the scene. the lunch scene with in the diner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or in I, the, think I think it's a restaurant. Okay. in that one. But yeah. oh yeah, the diner scene is a different scene. Um, yeah, the, there were a bunch of Bridesmaids scenes in there. I think you might have added some. Okay. But I was looking through them, and a lot of them were already picked by the time I I, I looked at it. Um, Do they make you choose different ones? Yeah, yeah. Okay, see, so we like didn't. No, we had like can, multiple people. That I were think doing he the same probably scene. was like last time we got a lot of people doing the same scenes. Uh, so he had uh, Kurt Kurt Jolly shout yeah. out, uh, love you. Uh, he was our <laughs> TA, and he's also in our class. Um, <laughs> and he in class uh, TA. Yeah, he told us that we couldn't pick the same scene. And I was looking in there, and I saw the Kevin G rap, and I was like, this is a page, and it's just rap. So I picked it. <laughs> so you were going for simplicity over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I was gonna do this scene from Lost in Translation mm-hmm. um, that was a little bit more complicated. But then Lise Graham, shout out to Lise, uh, stole my one. scene. So shout out to her for stealing the scene yeah. Yeah. and forcing you to do something easier. easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the um, but jerk. Kevin, you know, if you're listening, we're gonna be great. It's gonna be great. And so. Uh, the so that's that's one idea for for your final that that's would be the written going back to the bleaches idea that's your is that yeah, the, that's the, the that would, would be, that be a series or, or a feature um you know what do you think i it, it's it's the kind of idea that's in that vein that it could be mini series esque 
yeah and go i mean i could see it working for something like a stranger things vibe that mm. you could do it as a series but mm. that would be like a binge series where it's really just like a long movie right like right. The, the, the i think the interesting thing i got from some of our uh it was actually from the comedic literature class was this idea that uh or no not that pardon me it was from adaptation but talking mm. about how if you're adapting something a feature film is actually like a short story that, yeah, not television a novel. Is more and of so a often, like they're trying yeah. to adapt novels into it, and the, everybody's like, "Oh, well, this is missing. This is missing." Right. Like Harry Potter, right? Like, n- there's a ton of stuff that's in the books that is not in the films. Yeah, and it's just because there's literally not enough time in 90 minutes to cover, you not know, possible. 500 pages worth of of information. Yeah, it's uh, it's really more of a short story. So you end up having to kind of like almost pull anecdotes from the from the book, right? Or paraphrase and, stuff, exactly, yeah. and then build the build the film around that. So. Yeah. Uh, it's, but I, I feel like there's a theme nowadays with um, Netflix shows and anything yeah. that's binge binge watch that you can do something that would be like a mini series in the past. Yes, and but do it treat it as a, as a full run series. Yeah. Like, like um, uh, what's it called? The the one with um, with the the sci fi show on Netflix uh, that they adapted from that hard fiction hard science fiction novel from. Uh, um, on, uh, is cannot. it Black Mirror? Or? No, not Black Mirror. Uh, it has the guy who's in Suicide Squad. I can't remember his name. He plays... Uh, it's the one where people, like your consciousness is stored in the base of your neck, in the back of your neck, and they put that in the different bodies. And Interesting. I didn't even know what that, what I, that one I is. I want to say Shattered Dimensions, but that's the name of a Spider-Man game on like <laughs> on the, the Xbox 360. Just so mixing your pop culture references called, entirely. Uh, oh, man. I, I got to look this up. <laughs> Do it. All right. <laughs> I'm look looking it up. it up right now. Um, but yeah, and uh, I just watched uh, the first season of um, Russian Doll. Uh, it was yeah, that Amy, looks good. Uh, Natasha Lyonne uh, wrote, directed, stars in it, and then Amy Poehler produced it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw the trailer for that. And it's, it's weird, but it, I mean, it's something that... The, you couldn't watch it out of order and have it make any semblance of sense. Like it's already, yeah. it's already not tough to follow, but it's already challenging to follow um, from from the first episode watching through. Yeah. And I always think of like episodic as something that you could sit down and pick up any episode and get it. Like right. you can sit down and watch any episode of Seinfeld and it works. Yes. Any episode of The Office yeah. and it works. It's yeah. it's built standalone. And there are there is an overarching story, but. You're it's not stuck less in important than the the story of that episode. Right, right, right. It's and altered carbon, by the way. Altered carbon. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but shout out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but trying to to um, make something now that like with the story you're talking about, it's either it could be done in a film and treat yeah. it like the Toxic Avenger or something, you know, right. uh, from yeah. from that era. Yeah. But you could also do it episodic and have it be a much yeah. longer arc where we can see the full origin story and we right. can see. You know, kind of the the episode of of getting to know our characters, and the the episode where you know turn in the plot of of this thing happens that, and then maybe down the road they they one of them learns that uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that they're they're actually the evil ones in this and not the not yeah. the good guys or they, you know they have to deal with that yeah and so you yeah. could you could tell that full story depending on your path into it yeah. So uh, to answer your question, yes, it is going to be episodic. Uh, okay, that's your thought. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking this whole time. Um, <laughs> uh yeah so but um, like uh you're thinking like hour long or half um, hour i think i think like it would work as like 20 minute shorts like i'm almost thinking of this like an animated 
show. Like I, I feel okay. like it's like a mixture of TMNT and Yogi Bear, uh, and then and then like Batman animated series w- for the Game Warden. Okay. Um, if it was animated, otherwise it would just be like big rubber suits, more campy, uh, but still pretty short episodes. Okay. Interesting. If it was not animated, though, I think it might work better as a feature. Uh, yeah. Or I, I still, I mean, yeah. Especially after Stranger Things, I'm, that's I'm true. Sci-fi stuff or yeah. a maybe I'll, arc yeah. series. Maybe I'll make I'll get ten episodes, hour-long episodes, and just really make it like very philosophical and i think i think the thing to do is i mean is to go through and outline what would the first episode right. be and yeah. then just write it out and ignore constraints of of how many pages you're running yeah. and just and see, see, where, see like, where it goes because if you write the first episode and it comes out to 45 pages well then you know yeah hour-long episodes or, or mini series is yes. probably where you where you need to be yeah because um, yeah. that like that was that was the thing with uh my feature i was i wrote it and I, I got to a point where I had feedback on like going back and changing things, and I just I just didn't. I just went through yeah. and finished it to the end. And I thought it was going to be 120 pages. It wound up being like 103 or 105 or something like that off oh, the wow, first nice. draft. And I'm I'm up to like 110 ish now. That's cool. Uh, but it's not it's not where I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Just because I don't I didn't necessarily have that mindset of what these three scenes equate to on paper. Yeah. You know, and figuring yeah. out what that runtime was actually going to be. Yeah. Uh, and so it winds up being different. It's not even always shorter. Sometimes it's just different. Yeah. That you'll think like, oh, this thing will, this thing will take two minutes and then five and a half minutes in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're just writing. You're like, I'm having a great time. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this scene is 10 pages long. <laughs> I am failing at all yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I envy your class in general, too, because, of, I mean, you were talking about the video game thing. Like, you guys yeah. have, have uh, bonded, it seems, over <laughs> over gaming. How many yeah. times I've seen you all playing yeah. different games in the building? Yes, um, n- I mean not all of us are gamers, but we're all very supportive of each other. I yeah. think I organized that uh, Super Smash Brothers tournament, and there's going to be another one if uh, you know if if people would fill out the win is good. Um, you know the original people, all the new people that have added, have been great about like, the Violet cohort. Yeah, very great about filling out the win is good. Yellow cohort. Uh, oh, the one is good. Okay, the uh, yeah. The, the sorry, I'm trying to schedule the next one. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, like there's a, a few people in our like class that that uh, that are down to to play uh, video games. But mostly, I think everybody like uh, like for example, uh, Kurt and Emily yeah. and Tom Hannigan um, do not play Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. But we're willing to enter the tournament. Uh, just because they're good, they're they're great people. Yeah. They wanted to to hang, I, come hang out. I would enter and I would suck too. Cause yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe I've never seen you play. No, I, I I played for the first time on the because I'm not used to Switch. I'm not used to, oh, the, yeah, to yeah. the controls. Like I, the last time I played Smash Brothers was GameCube. Yeah. Well, you can use the GameCube controller on the Switch. Yeah, but it's still it's just it's still yeah. different. It's a different game. It's not it's not about even the controller interface. It's about yeah. it's, it is a different game. And there's other characters and like there's a lot of new characters. There's a shit ton of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> and there's and they're characters I've never heard of. Yeah. Like what is this eight what is this eight bit two dimensional man on yeah. the screen? I think the best I did when I was playing, because I played at uh, uh Kyle Montagna, who uh mm. is producer of the news. I went over to his place the other day after the news and or no, after meeting I can't remember something. Uh and we were playing for a little while. Uh and it's the first time I've played on, on Switch and it's I'm <laughs> terrible, but yeah. the um we fit 
woman the wee like, fit trainer yeah yeah the wee fit trainer is like the only the only one that i was like able she's to great. live for a yeah. period of time she's hilarious just like <laughs> it's time to stretch our legs and just like <laughs> generates a soccer ball and yeah and it. spikes you yeah <laughs> yeah well if you'd like to enter the the tournament i can send you the link to the one is good yeah uh, let me know uh yeah. especially if it's in the evenings i uh, yeah you know yeah. starting a new nine to five nice tomorrow which when this episode goes up will be today yeah uh, <laughs> awesome well but. you know if i if anybody would like to hire me <laughs> where can they episode, find you if, if they want to find uh, you on social media um you can find me at on facebook uh, at uh, alex felder um and that's pretty much it <laughs> you don't have instagram or anything i don't have instagram or twitter uh, i probably wow. should get some uh, get so get some of the, those. How things. are you a millennial? Um, I'm an old soul. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. hey man, I appreciate you coming on. Hey, thanks for inviting me. And that was Alex Felder. Thank you to Alex and to the Harold Raymond's Film School and the Second City staff for their help. The song on this week's episode was BS by Kathy D off her new EP Nostalgia Addict. Find it now on iTunes and Spotify. This show is recorded and edited by me, Tony Lazzaroni. If you want to hear more from me and my classmates, teachers, and a few special guests, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you have questions or comments, send us an email at filmstudentpod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at filmstudentpod. And be sure to check out some of my and my classmates' work at filmstudentpod.com where you can also find links to all of our past episodes. See you all next week. Class dismissed. You